Today's episode of Unbiased is brought to you by the FOMO Daily's brand new shop. If you've ever wanted high quality limited edition merch, well, here's your chance. Head over to shop.fomodaily.com and take a look at our brand new store. Whether it's K-pop, Bollywood, internet, or just plain pop culture, FOMO's got something really fun and exciting for you. It's clever, super topical, and all of it is limited edition. So don't miss out. And if this isn't enough incentive to check it out, we're giving an exclusive discount to our unbiased listeners. At checkout, use the code UNBIASED and 15% will immediately be taken off your order. Again, that's the code UNBIASED for 15% off your order at shop.fomodaily.com. Now, on to the show. You're listening to FOMO Daily's Unbiased, a podcast about a rookie K-pop fan who wants to become an expert. I'm Sean, and each week my less rookie friend Anna will assign me a new artist to check out. I'll spend a week researching them on the internet, and then I'll bug Anna about it afterwards. Hey everyone, it's Sean. And this is Anna. Hey guys. Oh boy. Anna, we've got so much to unpack today. We got a big old episode considering, and unfortunately this is our last episode before we go on break. Me and Anna are going on vacays to different places. Yay. (gasps) Did you hear that? That's pretty good. Yes. Uh, So let's get everybody, let's get right into it. Who are we covering today? We're talking about Big Bang. Big Bang. Bang, bang. bang. Is that what they say? Is that the noise? What? He's like G G Dragon's like Bang Bang See I yes. don't know. Uh five members under YG, tell us some more. <laughs> I knew it. He knows. Um but yeah, so Big Bang, they are a five member boy band group under YG Entertainment. Um they consist of G Dragon, Boom, Top, Boom, Singri, Bam Boom, Taesong, and Taeyang. Yes, and they are one of the biggest names in K pop over the last five to ten years. And their fans are called VIPs. VIPs. Because we are very important people. Very important people. And they are very important people. That is. I a would fact. consider. So, I would consider myself a VIP. Whoa! I own, I own the light. <gasps> the crown light. What? So you're like a ten, right? If we're I'll, gonna do one out of ten, you'd be a ten, right? You're VIP. I, 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 w- I wouldn't say ten. Right, because there's definitely like, there's always somebody that knows a little more. Of course, seven, maybe seven. Seven. Out of 10. That's strong for Anna. That's probably a 16 on a normal scale. Anna shoots low. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. all those members. All them members. Yes. Let's get into them a little bit. So there's GD. G-Dragon. G-Dragon. I'm familiar. Um, he is the leader. Yep. Rapper. Yep. Um, extremely charismatic, multi-talented. Yeah. Um, See, before we even spoke about the group, I knew who G-Dragon was. Mm-hmm. He was the, the, has it always kind of been like he's a stand, like what makes him so different and he does like so much collaboration with other people? Like has it always been like that? Has he always been kind of set apart from the yeah. group? Yeah. Yeah, he's been in YG since he was 11, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, really young. That's and so, so cool. to f- to find talent in a young boy of 11, mm-hmm. Like he really had to stand out, yeah. you know. And so I watched the video. Yeah, he had a very oversized jacket on. And he was rapping on a train track. It was very cool. Yep, G Dragon can pull off anything. So you, you you mentioned top, handsome devil. Yes, um, beautiful man. So beautiful. Whether in pink top hair five. or toothpaste blue top hair, top two. It is wonderful. Number to look one. At. The rapper in the group as well. Yeah. Um, got he's, a very distinct voice too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
He was also a model. Ugh, and he's also an actor. Abs. He was in a drama that I watched called Iris. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super beautiful in that drama. Yeah. Um, I, he has like a big social media presence too, right? Yeah. I went, I went, I hit up his Instagram real quick and I was like, dang, son. Eight million followers. And he had pictures of real classy shit. Paintings. Paintings. Fancy food. Wine. Wine. His feet. feet. <laughs> All fancy highbrow stuff. <laughs> yes. And even like his own photo shoot photos in there, which I think is always so interesting when K-pop, the actual K-pop person uploads a professional photo wow. on their Instagram. It's kind of cool. What I about like your boy Young? Taeyang? Taeyang? Yes. Got it. Taeyang. Taeyang is like the multi-talented yeah. one in the group. He dances super Jack of well. All trades. Yeah. He sings really well. Um, yeah. And he's he's got a lot of charisma too. Yeah. He's, he has a lot of power when he moves. I feel if G-Dragon wasn't in the group, he would be that guy. I feel like he's risen to his own, and the work they do together is crazy, but he's very he's very charismatic in his own way. And he's he was also brought in very young. He, him and mm-hmm. G-Dragon were like the two, two little YG ones. trainees that were running around and stuff cool. um, before they brought in the rest of Big Bang yeah. through auditions and stuff. Yeah, he seems like a tight, like a, like a cool, chill dude. Yeah, also. he's been in there for a while, so. We should be friends, body goals. Ugh, I look and like his you. solo stuff is really good, starting from... Oh man, I don't know if Wedding Dress was his first one, but that was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people made covers of that song. Um, a lot of YouTubers too. And then, yeah, he's got his recent one, Ringling. Yes, I've heard that one. Yeah. What so about Ringa, Ringa. what about um, Sungri? Sungri, yes. Um, he's also a vocal vocalist in the group, I would say. Um, and yeah, a lot of people. I have a soft spot for him. He was, I think, the one of the last people to kind of come into Big Bang. I think him and this other guy who's in, who I was in Beast. Hyunsung? Yeah, they Hyun-sung. were... It was either one of them, and then Sung Lee got the position. Yep. Hyunsung was not, and then he joined Cube Entertainment and then became part of Beast, mm. um, which is no longer a group now. Wow. Now they are highlight. Without Hyunsung, he's out of the... Picture. Didn't, yeah, yeah. He left the group. Tesong, 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 Tesong. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Good. Yeah, Tesong. Um. So yeah. So there's Tesong. Um. He's known as like the hardworking one apparently. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would say people say that because he stands out the least in the group. Right. Um. But I think it's because according to Korean standards, like just like his, I don't know. His looks, I would say. He's as just like a regular as, looking dude. Yeah, he's a regular, he's a regular looking, looking, dude. looking dude. But I think he like has that really, it's like a good trait because it's like you draw near to him because he yeah, gives he's off He's personable that. to me. Yeah, There's a difference exactly. between charisma and personality. Exactly. Like, and he's easy to He's like a more relatable personality to, to me than yeah. the rest of the group because they're all charismatic. Like, like G-Dragon is charismatic, but I don't know if we are on the same level like as a person to person thing. So yeah. when I watched interviews with them, I was always interested in like, oh, what does Tesson got to say about this? Because he seemed like a regular dude. Yeah. Who, who just is also very good at dancing and singing and all that For stuff. For sure. Yeah. He's also, I really like his voice, particularly like the tone. You know, he does what he's got to do. He does his thing. He does, he his, does thing. his Tesson thing. And it's thing. great. I love them. 
we got we got through the members. Let's talk a little bit about their story. And here's what I know. Almost nothing. Their story, I because I've <laughs> I thought that they were a new group. <laughs> Just let me have this because I don't know a lot about K-pop. I'm trying. But I thought they were a new group because all I could find was Fantastic Baby and Am I allowed to say fuck it? Because that's the name of the song. Right? That's the name of the song? Right? Fuck it. Uh, yeah. So I knew that song and I saw Bang Bang Bang. So I was like, oh, these new hip cats. They're yeah. cool. They're pretty great. And then I found out they've been around for like 10 plus years. Yes. That's really all I know. I know that they've done collaborations and stuff like that. Like GD and Young have Good Boy Out, which is a boy. phenomenal <laughs> piece of music. What What's their story? Like, where did they come from? How did they come up? They're known as very, like, VIP idols or like the K-pop stars because they've been out since 2008, 2009 mm-hmm. for like 10 plus years. And they're still right? great. And they're still great. Um, there's been times where they've been kind of not in Korea where they were promoting in Japan, mm-hmm. but that's just how big they were. They were doing like tours worldwide. all over. Pitbull style. Yeah. Just a worldwide. Worldwide. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, so they started when they were really young, mm-hmm. um, and they did a lot of more, a lot more acoustic, I would yeah. say, um, lighter songs. And then they kind of just started playing with different tones and different kinds of music. And then they just kind of went. You from said there. earlier that GD, they everybody knows who G Dragon is. He's mm-hmm. always brought up. They, they have like a pretty big international reach. It, well, at least he does, right? Yeah, and I would say that the entire group does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to go on my own little soapbox for a Here little goes. bit. Um, Everybody clear the way. Soapbox. So down. for those of you or for someone like I would say as a fan, when I was younger, I would watch all the performances like me, people who know K-pop know what I'm talking about. There's like the Music Bank, Here Music Core, Inkigayo. And so new groups and would promote like crazy. Right. So they would perform five times and it would be multiple like multiple times. But. Big Bang is so has reached the point where when they release a new b- album, they do promote, but they don't go on all the shows. No. They don't go. They don't go out every week because they're so busy doing. I other could things. only find them on Weekly Idol. And so that's why it's even crazy that they came out onto Weekly Idol mm-hmm. and people made a big deal out of it because they don't really come out on those kind of yeah. Variety now shows, that you say you that, know? they made a big deal out of it. Like they do the thing with the bonky hammer. I don't know. I'm looking at Kenny like he knows what I'm talking about. They do a thing where the they plastic hammer they thing. do they yeah. make them do their dances and they switch the music and see yeah. like if somebody doesn't do it right they're like oh and then they yeah. hit him in the head with a plastic hammer and they were making a big deal like we're it's not going to do it hard because it's Big Bang we're not exactly. going to hit you hard and I was like what are these what? these guys have been around for a year and exactly. then I looked it up and I'm like oh they're very important no yeah so that's the thing like they do entertainment they do variety shows they do comedy yeah. and things like oh, that yeah, all over. but Big Bang was known as more as musicians and they oh. they came out they didn't really do a lot of variety shows and right um so they were known for their music and their That's stage their stage yeah. presence so to see them on like a regular basis and like live i think it's like people are like wow it's like a very it's an honor kind of to have them as a guest and things yeah. like that so do you know of any of awards they've gotten or like any recognition outside of just being big bang so I know they were listed. I'm sure they've written a bunch of like, yeah, okay, music pop awards, awards and, things like that. and stuff um, like that. But have they been on anything else? I know that they've made it. They are well known worldwide, and mm-hmm. they were also listed in the Forbes 30 or top 30 
30 under 30 30 under 30 yeah and they really hit it well in japan mm-hmm. like their japanese albums sold really well in japan to the point i think they they were af- i wouldn't say afraid but the j-pop like industry was kind of like wavering because Big Bang was doing so well. Oh, oh. And actually there are Japanese songs that they don't release in Korean. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoyed too. There's a song called Ko Koe Koi O oh, shoot. I'm butchering this. Koe o kikasete. Koe o kikasete. Yeah. That song's really good. Anna speaks a free concert from Anatoma. Have they played in the... You, you've you seen them in the U.S. You've yes. went to their concert in the U.S. Yes. So I've actually attended the Alive tour um, in Prudential Center in New Jersey. Um, yeah. And I, I think that was my first time going to New Jersey, actually, because uh, it was my freshman year of college or sophomore year. And so I'm like pretty new to the East Coast. Um, so I had no idea where I was going, but there were a bunch of Koreans on that train to Newark and I was like, it's happening. It's big bang. They're coming. They're coming here. Um, so yeah. And then that's where I got my light stick with the crown and where I lost the stupid light on the very top. So annoyed. But yes, um, they did. It was the album with fantastic baby. Fantastic baby. Yeah. That album was really good. All the songs were really good and Mm -hmm. they, yeah and then that song got really popular because of g-dragon's super long hair mm. and it was green and so like in korea people eat seaweed a lot right Ooh. and so like they would have a joke where they would like put seaweed over on the side of their head because that like to imitate like g-dragon's like hair and stuff so it was like parodied, parodied all over korea so what is your favorite song by big bang uh, hmm. i like the 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 fuck it song, right? Yeah. And I wanna get down. That song. Yeah. That's that's a and hot I'm one. To get the- which surprised me because the whole front end of it is in English. Yeah. Which was surprising to me. Wait wait what? The whole the whole intro Tay Young does in English. Oh uh huh huh. Um, I think it's him. And then I also like Loser. Oh yeah. That's a catchy song. Yeah, I would say those are the two big ones, but also I found out kind of late in the game that they have like a back catalog, which is also pretty hard to find. It's like hard to find their older songs. I do want to put it out there that I am not the biggest Big Bang fan. I like them, but they're not like card ended up being for me and i know i get it i get that what i'm i get what i'm saying i get that it's close to heresy i get my it blood boils in but my body. to me it was because their music is so disparate like they're very different like everything they put out is so different and i think that in itself is a certain thing but i'm a very much like i like concept albums and songs that all sound this like not the same but they have that similar vision like big bang has a sound but i think part of it is that they're very they're a very diverse group see this will made that made. album yes right? they they released it real slow so they released m first and then they released a then they released d then they released e like it was months apart which spells made. made yeah so then i'm but see you're seeing it coming from a new k-pop fan mm-hmm. after made has been produced like mm-hmm. already because that's, that's the, the album one full album that's the album yeah. i know i'm familiar but it, with. it was released like separate albums basically oh. and so that's why they all that's why there's a flavors. different color yeah album for covers. each like for each pair of songs yeah yeah i feel like they're a grow on me type group 
Yeah. So I would, I would really love to revisit this. I would love to revisit some of these heavy hitters. We could end the episode here. We could end the entire first season of Unbiased here. But we have something very special for our listeners. When we get back from this brief word from our sponsors. Sean and Anna here. And we would like to thank everyone from the bottom of our hearts for all the support we've gotten on the podcast. Truly, it's, it, you've been so supportive. And uh, now we're going on a break. Me and Anna have some things we got to get done for the summer. Yes. But if you want us to continue doing the podcast, reach out to FOMO Daily and let them know. Let your voices be heard. Scream it from the mountaintops. And where can they do that, Anna? And you can do that by leaving reviews on iTunes, letting us know who we should do next, or leaving comments on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash unbiasedpodcast. If you're international, let us know on that SoundCloud. Also, tell us if there's something you want us to change. Every time somebody's given us constructive criticism about it, we've tried to implement it in the show. If you want to see a show called Biased, where we just talk about our favorite things that we already know, it would just be me talking about Jay Park, probably. Or all them scandals. All them scandals with Anatoma, where she just reads scandals. Uh, Or I could just talk about different Jay Park songs that I like. Whatever you want. These are all things I want. But if there's things that you want, let us know. Or if you want the podcast to say the same, say that too, because we're really enjoying this. And uh, the possibilities are really endless. Just let us know on iTunes and SoundCloud. You've all been so responsive on there already. Uh, But for now, we'll be on vacation, taking a break, and I'm super jazzed about my vacation. And where are you going? Going to Italy, Anna. We talked about this. Oh, that long flight. It is a long flight. But guess what? I'm going to be fine because I'll be using Audible to listen to an in-flight Korean learn before you land. That's right. I'm so obsessed with Korean culture that I'm going to be flying to Italy where they speak Italian and I'm going to come off that plane fluent in conversational Korean. Nice. And I will be testing you when you get back to America. Uh, I don't need a test. please. All right. What, Anna, what are you reading? So I just recently read um, a whole trilogy series um, called The Bill Hodges Trilogy by Stephen King. What's that about? It's a horror thriller novel series that's really super dark, but it's about catching a serial killer and then he kind of strikes again. But then um, the detective Hodges is pursuing after him. But yeah, it's really intense. Wow. We went from talking about K-pop to murders. (laughs) And you can get all of this on Audible, but check this out. For our listeners, you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash unbiased. There are over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 players. So go check it out. You support them. They're supporting us. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. relationship. It's like those birds that live in the hippo's teeth. I believe we're the yes, bird in the Willems. hippo's teeth. Yeah, no, this, they, they clean the, te- the crocodile's teeth. The crocodile's the, the teeth as well. Yes. So go to audible.com backslash unbiased. You've got, we're all reading. It's what we should be doing anyway. Go use Audible. We get some support. They get some support. It's a mutual, it's everybody wins, including yes. you because you get a book. Today's episode is also brought to you by the FOMO Daily Shop. I would say I'm a big Drake guy. Everyone knows that. And BTS is pretty flipping dope as well. So they have this one that says, if you're reading this, it's not today. Have you seen I that? think I've seen that it's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's modeled after Drake's album cover. It's mm. so cool. I'll have to show it to you later. Yes. And where can I check this out? Well, Anna, you can check it out at shop.fomodaily.com. And if you want to buy it, be sure to use the promo code unbiased for a sweet discount. 
15%. Get it. Wow. Okay, Anna, we're back. I told you we would have a special guest. This man has an extensive track record in the K-pop industry. He's been in a YG group. He's worked at YG in the past in other roles. And he has a brand new podcast with FOMO Daily coming out soon. Have you ever heard of the group one time? Yes. So you've heard of them. Well, we have Danny M on the line. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) That's Danny laughing. Danny, please be so kind to introduce yourself to everyone. I wanted to introduce myself for the first time like that in a very long time. That's how we used to do it back in the day. Yeah. I understood none of it. Oh my gosh, I had a visual of like... The bowing part, too. Uh, Danny, we normally only ask Anna this, and sometimes I get the question, but uh, I figured I'd ask you because, you know, we know, we don't know what's kind of up in the air. Uh, where are you on a scale from 1 to 10 when it comes to Big Bang? Like, how familiar are you? Do you know their work? Wow. I guess, in a sense, I know them maybe a little bit differently than the general public does. So mm. um, I'm sure, like, their newer songs and how they be coming out these days on stage and stuff like that, Anna actually might be... Uh, much more knowledgeable on that because these days um, simply put I have two kids so I am not the master of my remote control or my radio in the car so <laughs> right right uh, yeah but I, I know you have some status at YG. Can you tell some of the people who maybe don't know a little bit about yourself? My understanding is that you were one of the first big groups to come out of YG. To state it even more correctly, we were the second group to come out of YG. Um, under the label YG, though, we were the first because before us, it wasn't YG. We came out in 1998. Uh, I spent pretty much almost half of my life, you know, um, over there in Korea and, and, and the company and stuff like that. And it was something I didn't want to do at a young age. Mm-hmm. And I got to do it, you know. So, I mean, it was it was awesome. Are you Were you from the United States originally or are you from Korea originally? I don't know. No, I was, I was from the, uh, the States. I was born and raised in L.A. Oh, okay. Uh, area. Wow. Yeah. So how, how did you get into YG? Like, um, did you... It, it was a random audition. And back, was, in, uh-huh. back in those days, yeah, back in those days, they were recruiting like crazy uh, outside of Korea. And we just got lucky. I mean, me and Teddy, we went to the same high school together. And oh. so... Uh, we uh, we ran into some people who you know who made music and they just happened to live in our you know the same city not too far from Teddy mm-hmm. and they you know they sent tracks to like YG and so um, of course we knew who YG was because right. him himself was a huge pop star yeah yeah we always knew about him and we knew that we knew of Jinu Shun and stuff and we liked you know what they were doing so we just used to go there and just kick it and play with their little you know recording devices and stuff like that so. We, we did one of their demos and he sent it over to YG and he said that the next time he comes to the States, you know, he'd like to meet those two kids just yapping on the track. So, How old were you we at the met, time? I was 17. So you, you got in, involved at 17 and in my research, because I told this Anna to Anna before, like I'm very new to K-pop, so I thought Big Bang started like two years ago because <laughs> all I could find for them was their newer stuff, and that was my point of reference, but I looked up G-Dragon, and he started around, I could find stuff at the age of 13. How old was G-Dragon when you were there at the same time as he was? 
Uh, when he first came to YG, he must have been uh, 12 or 13. What? 12 or 13 years old. Did you have a lot of interaction with them at that point when they were first starting? Most of the time when I was in Korea was when we were just pretty much doing the promotions and we were just mm. busy as heck. And so, I mean, I have a lot more memories with um, GD and Pam because they were in there uh, at a much younger age, right. longer. Yeah. And so they were always around the office even after we're done with our shows and we come back to the office to chill and kick it. But they're like the little brothers always, always around, you know? And so um, I, I loved them, you know? That's so interesting because my that's so the your your point of reference for them in my mind's eye is these two 28 29 year old men is that how old they are now? yeah they're yeah. 28 29 like tearing down a concert tearing this place to the ground and you're, you you yeah. say oh yeah they're like little brothers there was always one sweet story i remember i always and i always remember very vividly the uh of gd and so we used to live in um, the city called Yoido, and that was basically uh-huh. our uh, our house that we were housed in, like together with like one time. And I mean, Perry was oh, there, wow. Kimisha lived there for a little bit, and stuff. Oh, and a lot of times, in, a lot of times in Korea, you know, I was just a homebody. I, I never really went out that much. So I would stay home, just you know, catch off, catch up on some shows and flicks, you know, from the states and stuff. And um, yeah, I didn't go out much, you know. And so. Um, I remember there was this one food that I liked. It's called, uh, you guys know Hotok, right? Uh-huh. You know Hotok? Okay, and I'll tell Sean about Hotok later. Do I know? Um, I? <laughs> anyways, there's a regular Hotok, and it's pretty, usually, like, the, the outside is, like, thick. Yeah. You know, a little bit on the thicker side. But they have this thing called Yenar Hotok that uh-huh. I first ate in Korea, where uh-huh. it's, like, it's very thin. It's almost like a balloon and kind of hollow in the middle. Uh-huh. And I love that. Like, I think, like... <laughs> Like, hotdog, you could only eat, like, max two, you know, because it's kind of heavy. But yeah. then that dog, I could eat, like, over ten of them. Like, ten of them, I would just start them down. Oh, you know? my God. And, and I guess, you know, GD, you know, saw me doing that, like, at the, at the office one day or something or uh-huh. whatever. And uh, one day, you know, I was just chilling at home, and he, you know, he came through. And I was like, what's up? He goes, oh, you know, I was just in the neighborhood. And I was like, all right. And then the kid brought me, the kid brought me ten hot dogs. <laughs> you know, I, I know you like Yenna Hotok, and there was one right in front, so I got it for you. And I was oh. like, oh man, I was, I was touched. And I always remember that. So I have, I have mad, uh, I have mad, like, warm feelings about that one. The kid got me petting, you know, <laughs> Yenna Hotok. But now, you know, he's GD, so, you know, I expect a hundred of them for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so being in that, that group that really started the, at, you, you were the first people that had YG on your CD. Do you think that your group, without your group, there would be a Big Bang? Because you kind of set up this this idea of what they were trying to do, and then Big Bang kind of put a twist on it and moved it in a different direction. I can't, with my own words, say, you know, like, we have that much to do with Big Bang, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. the extent of it, I truly believe that their talent would have been shown no matter what. Right. Uh, just, you know, in the sense of we paved the way. I think it's just a natural thing I think people say because, you know, we came out before them, we're older. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, because who's to say that, hey, maybe they hated everything about what we did and that's what motivated to change it. You know right, I mean? right, right. Yeah, I mean, like, if there's positive influence, I would, you know, that's, it's an honor. It's, it's mm. awesome to see. So, to me, I want to ask a couple questions about individuals in the group because that, to me, is a big thing with Big Bang is it's very clear who is who in the group and sometimes uh the way the k-pop groups are packaged to me it's they're supposed to look uniform and big bang doesn't come across that way to me and 
obviously everybody is, but I'm a big GD guy. G Dragon might be the coolest person I've ever seen walk on the planet. Has he always had like? He, it seems like he has a swagger about him. Has he always had that? Have you? I mean, you have a different lens that you see him through, but does he? Has he always kind of carried himself with this? Like I, yeah, I mean, especially when performing, it comes through. Now, I mean, I said this before, but it's like there's a reason why YG, you know, wanted him to come in, and mm. he did what he did at 11 or 12. YG himself, you know, he knows what it takes. Yeah. He's been on top of the stage, and so when he saw GD at, you know, at that age, he's like, "Yo, this kid got something," and he most definitely did. Right. So, like, um, was that clear I mean, to everyone he, when he came through? Like this kid's got something. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing that you can't explain, you can't. Mm. and that's why I always say like that one show. I mean, I thought the name was perfect. You know, X Factor. That X Factor. You don't. Right. You know, you can't really explain it. It's it's just something when you see him, it's just like good gracious. You know yeah. I mean? For for Top, he was somebody when I first saw Big Bang. He stood out just because his his voice is so different. It's so deep and. That doesn't really, I haven't encountered something like that too often in K-pop. Is this very deep, uh, almost like aggressive type of way he was rapping, which I was, I was blown away by. Is, has, that, has that always been the case? Has he always been that a little bit different? And has that ever held him back from anything? Or is it just that, that made him stand out as opposed to everybody else? I don't know if that ever, I don't think that held him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, sometimes, you know, maybe something that held him back was like, you know, he was too good looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was telling Anna, like, like, that is an objectively good-looking human being. If anything, if anything, like, he has to overcome that. Mm, yeah. It sounds, you know, it sounds mad funny now that I say it. He has to overcome being too good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, oh, a, what a burden. Man, How does he deal? I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, you know uh, I, mean? I feel bad for the guy. You know, his diamond shoes are too tight as well. I mean... Way. He could just get my face. I'll give him my face, and I'll take his, and we'll just call it even. Yeah. But you do you do you still talk to them pretty frequently? Do you you know hit up GD and oh man that sounds cool. Do you do you just well, hit them I mean, up and be like hey what's up? When I go to Korea, I pretty much try to see everybody uh, in the company and right. either hang out with them or you know like just see them at the office and just basically you know when I go to the office you know and if everyone's mm-hmm. around um, it just. It kind of, I always say that, yo, it's trippy because it just goes back to like, uh, goes right back to like it. years ago. Yeah, yeah, back to where uh, like I never left. Or if they are there, it's, it's dope to meet up with them and, you know, catch up and talk to them, just hang out like they used to. But uh, there's also a lot of times where, of course, they're worldwide superstars now, man. That's true. Danny, I truly, I, and I mean this very sincerely, I think we could talk to you for the next three and a half days. I this would has love been, to interview you. This has been unreal. Uh, really? But, yeah. I'll run out of to say but uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we've we're coming to a close um thank you again so much if you enjoyed what you heard out there uh re- rate review subscribe on itunes leave a comment on soundcloud head over to fomodaily.com for more uh we got to get to the corrections and omissions because we make lots of mistakes <sighs> on here so anna this is normally where you take over <laughs> so for our iu episode already Sion corrected saying that the name of the song that caused controversy controversy off Cheshire Cat was called ZZ. Um, and I also wanted to clarify that I actually didn't <laughs> I didn't specify the song, but I was referring to ZZ. But thank you for clarifying that. And then for the infinite episode, Orange Juice underscore one says that SMCNC doesn't exist anymore and that Ulim isn't under SM anymore. 
And actually, I remember reading about that and then I it completely blanked my mind. So thank you so much because there was a whole scandal about that, about them <laughs> taking ownership of Ulim and then getting out of that situation. So thank you so much, Orange Juice underscore one. If you like what you hear on this podcast, and you certainly if you like what you heard today, go check out Danny's. I mean, we just scratched the surface with one subject with Danny. So I, I'm, I'm already a huge fan. I've listened to the previews, and I plan on calling in and asking. I really do. Oh, no. I wanted to ask um, if you could sing or if you could <laughs> Anna. <rap>. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, you, can... <laughs> you know the CD sounds better, right? <laughs> You know how many times I've recorded that to make the best one? That's true. <laughs> That's true, but takes. it's it's still it's live right now and it's it's Alright. I'm just gonna do it, so no count. Ready? Okay. okay. Hot digga digga hot digga digga hot shoot. Hot digga digga hot digga digga hot. Yo, Sean, why don't you try to finish, Sean? What do I say? Hot, hot, hot. Hot digga digga hot digga digga hot. I don't rap. Why are you grabbing so high, man? Are you a walker or something? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> this is FOMO Daily's Unbiased, hosted by Sean Perham and me, Anatoma. Recorded at FOMO Daily in New York City. Produced by Kenny Ferreira. Links to references and corrections are in the show notes. Find this episode and all of our other episodes on FOMODaily.com. Before we go, everyone, thank you so much for listening. This is the 10th episode, which that's how long this run was going to be. That's what we agreed on. So that's that's the end of Unbiased for now. That's the end of season one. And if you want to see us come back, just drop damn reviews like you've already been doing. Drop all damn reviews in the DM review box. Slide into the review box on iTunes. Totes and SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. What's the SoundCloud? SoundCloud.com slash unbiased podcast. Please let us know. If you want to see something different, let us know that too. But like, honestly, like, let's just stick to unbiased because it's dope and y'all love it. Um, but yeah, we could do maybe a bias. We could do new K pop groups that are coming out. Whatever it is, let us know. We're open to all feedback. Or changes to this. Just it, talk to us, please. We, we, we'll yeah, be available please. on vacation. Oh my God. We will be reading them. We won't be gone. We'll be refreshing that page. Over and over and over again. Okay, Anna. Um, okay. So, thank you. Thank again, you so much. Again, this has been amazing. You've all been so supportive. Um, and we really want to continue with this. So, let FOMO Daily know in any way that you can. Uh, signing off for now, but not forever. Thanks for listening to FOMO Daily's Unbiased. And that is the end of season one. <sighs> Goodbye and have a long life. Wait, what? <laughs> that was so weird.